High FM 101.9 megahertz of life. So Israel says it's approved the use of Starlink services in a field hospital in the Gaza Strip as well as in Israel for the first time. The Israeli security authorities approved the provision of Starlink services at the UAE's field hospital operating in Rafah. Starlink low latency high speed connections will enable video conferencing with other hospitals and real-time remote diagnostics. That's according to the Communications Ministry in a statement. This sounds wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Starlink will also be will be enabled in Israel. It says adding that the use of the company services will be limited at first without broader use expected in the future. So I wanted to find out more about this. So we got hold of Jan Vermeulen. He's the editor at My Broadband and he joins us now. Good morning, Jan. How are you? Good morning, Cathy. It's, uh, I'm well. How are you? Very well, thank you. I'm I don't know, you sound very far away um, for some reason. I'm not quite sure why. Jan, uh, Starlink, tell us about Starlink. I don't know. I feel like I don't really know very much about it. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so we, we had a bit of trouble with a WhatsApp call this morning. Um, it looks like um, uh, one of the connections got, got dropped. So I hope it comes right. I don't sound so far away. Um, but uh, the bottom line uh, with Starlink is that it offers... Um, a, a really quick internet connection that is satellite based and so that means that anywhere where you've got a clear view of the sky uh, you can get a high quality internet connection and I'm talking fast, I'm talking multiple hundred megabits per second and then the other aspect that, of it that's fast yeah. latency I think the easiest thing to yes oh okay sorry you, you cut out there for a minute Okay, sorry about that. Um, uh, so to explain latency, I think the, the easiest uh, way uh, to understand is the time it takes between going to Google and then typing a search query into Google and pressing enter and getting a response. So, so, the, so that, that time between pressing enter and getting a response is the latency of the connection. Mm-hmm. And so you can have like the biggest bandwidth, you can, you can have 500 megabits per second, you can, get, you can get your downloads down really fast. But if the latency is high, then the connection feels slow because, because of how long it takes for websites to respond. And, um, and what Starlink does, because it sits lower in the sky, than a traditional satellite system is it, its latency is so much lower wow. than, than everything else and so it feels fast um, everything about it just feels fast and then on top of that your actual bandwidth is also bigger so so the whole connection just feels faster than a regular satellite connection and it's able to deliver coverage in, in um, a really um, uh, uh, you know, rural or, um, or or difficult to reach places, and um, has in fact been used in in other war zones, uh, like in uh, in Ukraine. Fascinating. Is it cheaper? Is it cheaper than no. than regular satellite? Oh, it's it, it's cheaper than some regular satellite connections, um, uh, but it's still a pretty expensive connection. So, in South African terms. Um, to buy the Starlink kit, the, the terminal that's like a Wi-Fi router and a dish, will cost you like twelve to fifteen thousand rand, depending on the exchange rate and taxes and all that stuff. Um, so that's a really expensive antenna and and router. I think everybody would agree. And then you're looking um, at about a thousand rand a month. So um, it's 
you know, when you look at the monthly subscription, that's not bad for, for what you're getting. Um, and, uh, and is incredibly aggressive compared to traditional uh, satellite services. So um, it's, it's cheaper, it's much cheaper than some, because there's some like mission critical satellite services out there that are really expensive, like multiple thousands to like 10,000 grand a month kind of thing for satellite connection. Um, and other ones that are, that are quite more affordable, if I'm thinking of the, the KU band stuff, the, the Yarklicks um, and, and so on. Fascinating. So what are the security issues around this that Israel might have been concerned about? Um, yeah, the, you know, the kind of underlying protocol that the, uh, that the dish kit and the satellite speak to one another with and um, how easy it is and, and, you know, how good the encryption is from the satellite down to the earth. Because the thing about a, a satellite, right, is that it sends out a signal to a very large area. And so if you can intercept that signal and decrypt it, you, you might be able to uh, get the communication that was being sent down. Right. And that's a potential security risk. So I think once you've evaluated the protocol and, um, and convinced yourself that the encryption is solid, then you can go, okay, we, we can use this for, for sensitive communications. And if you want to use it in a hospital context and you want video conferencing and that sort of capability, then making sure that the coverage in Rafa is good enough and uh, that the um, you know that the bandwidth is good enough for you to actually run uh, pretty intensive applications like video conferencing from that area. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I do wonder is Israel does this thing called roof knocking is that before they go into an area, they warn all the civilians um, through telephone calls, messages, you know, SMSs. Um, they've been doing it for years. And with the war in Gaza, I, it has bothered me. Well, it's certainly been a question in my mind of how that happens if there are no telecommunications and we know that it's very challenging because uh, we've tried to get hold of Gazan civilians to speak to them but uh, the the communications have just been very very bad if at all so I suppose it could also be used for that yeah uh, fr from the sounds of, of this announcement um, it, this is going to be limited to the hospitals and yeah. and um, and medical uh, assistance only. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 it could be, be used to, to, to help connect civilians back to the internet. Um, uh, but yeah, you, you'd have to have some kind of mechanism to either get Starlink terminals to everybody or to um, distribute like a, you know, uh, that connection using some kind of Wi-Fi um, or, or something like that. Uh, so, so yeah, you, you'd have to figure out a way to somehow get the connectivity in the hands of the civilian population. Jan Vermeulen, that is where we leave it. It is 7.30. Thank you so much. Always lovely to speak to you and uh, hope to speak to you again soon. Take care. That is Jan Vermeulen. He's editor at My Broadband discussing the reports that the IDF wants to allow the usage of Starlink in Rafa.